Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. As soon as SmackDown started, I thought to myself, we should pull the trigger on this Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes stuff straight away. Bingo. Who won? Also, hello, my name is Simon from What Culture. Thank you very much for joining me for another episode of Ups and Downs. And this week, or today, I should say, we focus on SmackDown, which at the moment may very well be the best wrestling show there is. So our Tribal Chief's music did hit, and as ever, he took 47 years to get to the ring. While he was with Paul Heyman, Sola Sokoa, and Jimmy Uso... Jay is still nowhere to be seen. Roman seems super mad as soon as he got the microphone to him. was all like, Washington, you better acknowledge me. And then he absolutely lost his call because before he could say anything else, Cody Rose's music hit, everybody went ballistic. We were about to get into some proper beef. Michael Cole also reminded us this is the first time that Rhodes had been on SmackDown in seven years, so it did feel like a big deal. The first thing Cody did was like, oh, Roman, you've got your little boys with you, do you? Maybe you should send them to the back. So instantly Roman was like, all right, Bloodline, you get out of here. It's time for us to have a talk. Rhodes then did what he always did when he talks in sound bites. But honestly, he is so damn good at this. Somebody should give him some kind of award. He was like, oh, Roman Reigns. You're the impossible mountain to climb, but when it comes to I, the American nightmare, that's what I do. I beat the impossible. Because I was once told I'll never be more than Randy Orton's understudy, then I was told I'll never be more than Stardust, and I was once told that me and a bunch of my friends couldn't get 10,000 people in a venue for an indie show. So he made that reference. Honestly, straight away, I was like, Cody, I love you. The point was, Roman may be impossible to some, but he's not impossible to Cody, because Roman Reigns is also amazing. When it was his turn to talk, he just went, ha, 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 and he laughed it off. Bless him. He also congratulated Cody Rhodes for doing his speech very well that he's clearly been practicing all week when he threw both of his championships on the floor, which is a little bit rude. It's like, hey, Codes, you ever won one of them? No. Also, you ever made a event at WrestleMania? No. I've done all of those things, so don't come into my house and talk all this crap. I'm the best. He also threw in the fact that he was groomed for this position by none other than Dusty Rhodes. And when the two used to have chats, do you know who Dusty never mentioned? Cody. And I was like, oh man, where's my personal plug? I gotta plug it in. Roman also refused to say anything bad about Dusty because of how much he'd helped him over the years. This actually brought a kind of gravitas to this segment because we're putting the American dream on a pedestal is what we should be doing. Roman also mentioned how he misses him and how he bets that he taught Reigns a bunch of stuff that Cody never learned. So when we get to Mania, he's gonna teach him them all. This is so damn good. The Tribal Chief then wanted a handshake, but before that, Cody Rhodes just showed all these vulnerability. Because he was like, oh yeah, well maybe you were the son that Dusty Rhodes never had, but that's why I have to go to WrestleMania. And that's why I have to become the world champion so I can finally live the family dream. They then did shake hands after saying, may the best man win. And this was truly great stuff. And if you weren't excited about this match already, surely now you're just like, I can't believe it. I mean, I'm pumped. 
not hard. I get pumped for everything, but it just means I'm enjoying my life. But then Rhea Ripley defeated Liv Morgan. Why not, I suppose? The crowd was still so damn loud, so this was pretty fun. I think it must have come together when somebody in the back was like, man, we better give Rhea Ripley some wins so she is in a good position when we get to WrestleMania. And somebody else went, oh, that's a good point. Dominic Mysterio was also out with his mummy, but otherwise, Liv Morgan just got decked here. Like, she did get a few moves in, including a near fall after a code breaker. I was like, well, surely she can't win because then she would be in the SmackDown women's title picture, and that's not going to happen. And eventually, Rhea Ripley locked in that inverted cloverleaf thingamajig, and Liv Morgan tapped out. Now, this was really clever because Rhea did come across like an absolute badass, but also, too, we have been focusing on this submission, so when we get to WrestleMania, Charlotte can be all like, oh, I've got the figure. Rhea can be like, oh, I've got this thing, and you can tie that into the story too. At one point, Ripley also looked into the camera and was like, Charlotte, I'm going to beat you, and out of everything that can happen in 2023, as far as I'm concerned, this is an absolute must. The way her and Dominic walked off as well just made them look like such assholes. So I love these two. They are the greatest surprise of my life. Up. Roman Reigns was then sat in his locker room. He was really mad. Because he was asking Jimmy Uso about Jay Uso and what was going on. And Jimbo was all like, look, man, he's just a hothead. You know this. Although I did just chat to him. And he basically said, would you leave him the hell alone? Ruh-roh. This is where we got kind of a big twist. Because the head of the table was like, look, I ain't running out of patience with Jay. I'm running out of patience with you, Jim. So maybe you should go and sort this. Otherwise, I'll take your head off and I'll crap down your neck. I mean, he didn't say that, but you could see it in his eyes. Jimmy clearly understood all of this, so he went to call his brother again. I was like, why is no one just going to his house? Knock on his door, and you can actually have a proper chat with him. But you know the deal when it comes to the bloodline. Every little step is so damn intriguing. And I'm still not 100% sure what the payoff is going to be. Giving it up. Santos Escobar then went and found Rhea and Dom. But this ties into the crazy face turn he's had recently because he was all like, oh my gosh, your dad is so respected. I love him so much. Whereas you, Dominic, are a goober and I don't like you at all. He also thinks that Razor just punched his son right in the face, which is a very strange thing to say, which is why he's gone to Adam Pearce and he's got them a match this evening. He also looked at Rhea, called her mummy and blew her a kiss. I was like, bro, you shouldn't have done that. You don't tread on Superman's cape. Do not wind up Rhea Ripley. Santos also told Dominic he wanted to see how much of a man he was. So I was like, is that the stipulation? How much of a man is Dominic Mysterio? And I pondered it and I was like, actually, I would watch it. We then got to this match and do you know why it was so great? Because Dominic Mysterio won. Oh my gosh. This came after the excellent prison yard workout Dominic had posted on social media this week. And while there was distraction courtesy of Rhea Ripley, this wasn't a fluke either. At one point, Dominic and Santos Escobar were going toe-to-toe. So while we do kind of treat the condom as a bit of a joke, here, he took a step up a little bit. And I liked it. At one point, it also looked like he was going to hit the 619, but instead he stopped. He just choked Santos Escobar. I was on the floor. I was like, what kind of brain shift did you have? You were like, should I kick him in the face? No, I'll try and kill him. Santos then got his breath back and hit this amazing tilt-a-wall, which is always a good move, when the two jumped at each other and they crashed in midair, and I always enjoy that. Which is when Mysterio just pulled out the brass knucks like it was a pen. Like he did this right in front of the referee. So the official was like, well, I can't ignore this, you absolute moron. But of course, it was part of the plan. This is when Rhea Ripley just got in there. She hit the riptide, which allowed Dom to also follow up with the frog splash. And they got the one, two, three. So I just have to applaud these two. I actually get excited when they are on the screen. And again, if I had told you that even two years ago, you would have slapped me around the face because you don't like lies. Well, I'm not a liar. I would have been a soothsayer, but I didn't come up with it either. What? 
up. And look, I do know that these distraction finishes are all over wrestling at the moment, but again, I'm just biased towards these two. I have to hold my hands up. And because Rey Mysterio had given that mask to Santos Escobar the previous week, Dominic caught it and he just ripped it up because he's a dick. Eventually, Rey Mysterio did arrive to his music because that's the way you want to creep up on someone. And as ever, even though it looked like he was going to teach his boy a lesson, he didn't. Dominic pushed him down. We are just building this so nicely. Eventually, Ray will snap. He'll slap his son. Everybody will go crazy. We can do the match at WrestleMania. The key here is that WWE is back to doing lots of long-term storytelling. It just makes everything so much better. Sami Zayn was then talking earlier in the day on a video he'd recorded on his cell phone, which was kind of cool because you had all the fans in the background. And he knows he has to take on Sola Sokoa later because Sola wants to send a message, but maybe he'll send a message of his own. And I hoped it was going to be something like, Dear Solo, I don't really want to fight you because I used to be friends with you, but we have to do it. Kiss, kiss, hug, hug, Sam. Right after this, it was also time to focus on the future of the Intercontinental Championship too. And in many ways... This was big men slapping man meat. Because Drew McIntyre walked to the ring, was all like, Gunther, I want to take you on, because he is really, really mad all the time. When Sheamus interrupted, I suppose because he thought his name was Gunther, but holy crap, was he annoyed. He was like, Drew, you're meant to be my brother. Even though he's Irish, I don't know why he's talking Scottish. I can't believe you do this when you know how much that belt means to me. When Drew was like, bro, you're not my dad or my mum, I can do whatever they want. It's true. And then really got into it with this whole where we're brothers and not brothers thing. When Drew was like, all right, shame. If you want me to be honest with you and tell the truth, you had two chances to win it, you absolute goof. And you failed both times. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Man, shots fired. This is when LA Knight's music hit, and honestly, this made me so damn happy because the crowd went nuts, and he's basically gotten himself over completely by himself. And when he said he wanted to be injected into this dude because of WrestleMania coming up, the New Day also came to their music. They were absolutely hilarious. They were just taking the mick out of LA Knight because he wants to do something at WrestleMania, even though he can't win a match on SmackDown, to the point Kofi was on his hands and knees pretending he was LA, being like, I really want a match. I don't know how they always get away with this, 
but it was actually very amusing. I think somebody must have mentioned clocks or something, because then Karrion Cross and Scarlett were walking to the ring, and this triggered a big brawl. At one point, Drew McIntyre did his big old dive, but all you really need to know is that the last man standing was Karrion Cross. And now next week on Smackdown, we are going to do a fatal five-way with the winner being the new number one contender for the Intercontinental Championship. When I process that through my system, man, that is absolute genius. And it also means if Drew McIntyre does win, or even if he doesn't, now we can do the Drew versus Sheamus feud, which I've wanted for ages, even though we've already done it before. Hey-ho, I'm a strange man. This was good stuff. We then saw that earlier in the day, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler had got into a brawl with Tegan Knox and Natalia. And during that, Ronda had hurt her arm to the point the tag match later was off and instead we were going to do Tegan versus Shayna. Now, maybe I'm being worked here. This actually seemed like a legitimate injury. And of course, we then got to this match and Shayna just beat Tegan in a minute. I don't really understand what's going on. Now, I do kind of like where we're going because we are ensuring that Shayna and Ronda come across like an absolute badass team because they're just destroying fools. And to be fair to Nox, she did get a bit of offense in here, including the running cannonball. Eventually, though, Baszler did start to work on the arm and then she locked in the armbar and Tegan Nox just tapped out as we also sold it like maybe, just maybe, Tegan Nox has broken her arm for real and Ronda Rousey also had her arm in a sling. I don't know. So I'm going to do that thing I always do where I will give it up to the angle because, again, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler are coming across like a force. And if they do win the Tag Team Championship, it will make sense. But putting Tegan in these, like, 30-second matches makes no sense because ever since she was called up to the main roster, she hasn't been able to establish herself at all. And you need that when you are in front of a new audience. This is getting it down. Gunther was then having a chat in the back and he demanded a match at WrestleMania and said that Adam Pearce was an idiot for not sorting it out. I was like, Gunther, did you not watch the segment earlier? Just give it another week and you'll know who your opponent is. But I suppose he's just a very impatient man and he wants to know now. This is where from nowhere Bobby Lashley turned up on SmackDown and we sold this like no one from Raw had ever gone to Friday night, which is a bit ridiculous. And of course, it also meant we were going to carry on everything with Bray Wyatt. And I'll be totally honest with you, this is one of the weirdest feuds ever. As soon as Lassie was out here, Bray Wyatt's logo flashed on the screen. But Bob was all like, look, I ain't scared of you, you absolute strange person. I don't care about your spooky wookie stuff, hence why I'm here. So why don't you get your ass on here right now? Now, we did get all the the glitch stuff. But instead of Bray, it was Uncle Howdy, who beat up Bobby Lashley for around about 3.2 seconds when Bob hit the Farouk Spinebuster and he was going to go for the spear when the lights went off when they came back on, Uncle had disappeared. And this was like Batman, so I did enjoy that aspect. And Lashley had to sell this like, oh my gosh, I don't know what's going on. This is my feelings exactly. I don't know what's going on. I've told you before, I've told you again. Somebody busted in here right now and put a gun to my head and said, Simon, explain this story. I would go, well, uh, Bray Wyatt said that he would take on the winner of Bobby Lashley and Brock. And that was Bobby Lashley. So now they're having a fight. You know how this ends. So as we learned this week, this is actually happening because it was meant to be Brock Lesnar versus Bray, but the Beast decided he didn't want to get involved in this feud. So we are now retroactively fitting everything around it, which is why we did get that stupid finish at the Elimination Chamber. And I kind of feel like it's coming across that way at the moment. So I am giving it a down. However, there's still weeks left to WrestleMania. So WWE could easily save this. And I'll be totally honest with you. I hope they do. I like Bray Wyatt. I like Bobby Lashley. Just the moment this one is going over my bald head. Jimmy Uso was then on the phone to Jay, and I actually shouted out, we'll at least FaceTime him or something. 
Why does nobody learn? Jay was saying that he needs more thinking time, so Jim had to go and tell that to Roman, who was just having a nervous breakdown because he couldn't believe it. When he switched gears and started to blame Sami Zayn for all of his woes. So he said, listen, Sola, and listen, Jimmy, you have to go out there and you have to beat him later because once we take care of the Sami Zayn problem, Jay Uso will come back to the flock. So Roman now just feels like an emperor whose kingdom is falling around him. And of course, as soon as these two had gone away, Reigns turned to Paul Heyman and he was like, listen, we got one week to sort out the Jay Uso thing. Otherwise, I'm going to take it out on dun dun dun. Jimmy Uso. So I really don't know how they keep doing this, but as they are doing it, I'm going to keep giving them ups forever. I mean, that's not true because one day I'll die. That was morbid. But at least in this moment, it's getting it up. And then, my word, I never saw it coming because it was Sami Zayn versus Sola Sokoa and Sokoa won. Huh. Now, it's still brilliant because Sammy just rang to the ring and he started to beat up Sokoa and he started to beat up Jimmy Uso and everybody was just cheering for him. So we have decided that he is just a badass babyface now. Long may it continue. Of course, eventually Uso started casting distractions so Sola was able to get back into this. And I knew Sokoa was a good dude because he got to Barry Barricade, he took Sami Zayn and he threw him over the top. He didn't throw him into Baza. He understands he's just doing his job. Justice for Barry. I do love this guy as well, because when he is doing his beatdowns, he's so damn good at it, including this Samoan drop. Although at one peak, Sami Zayn did find his feet, and he was able to bust out a crossbody, got a two. He was ain't going for the blue thunderbomb, which we all know Sola didn't have to worry about. Although even when Sokoa had got out of it, Sami then just hit the blue thunderbomb. But I don't think he went for the pin, so he's learning. He did go for the halluva kick, though, which is when that damn Jimbo... Pulled Sola Sakara out of the way. This screwed Sami Zayn. Even though the referee saw it, they couldn't give a damn. So Sola hit the Samoan spike. One, two, three. And I could feel all my goodness just like leak out of my body, which sounds disgusting. But I now cannot handle bad things happening to Sami Zayn. The bloodline also went nuts after this because they kicked Zayn's ass. And they put a chair over his head and propped him up in the corner. So I was like, my gosh, they're going to kill him. Sola Sakara was all ready to do this too. When Jimmy was like, no, I want to do it. I want to do it. But he was desperate to talk trash, forgetting that humans will recover if you do give them too much time. So Zayn was like, well, now I've got a chair. He took everybody out. And then because he has learned from his past transickens, he just ran away. Smart. The best part is, though, we cut to Roman after this, who was just losing his mind. And then we cut to Jimmy, who was like, I can't believe this has happened. What am I going to do without my brother? So once again, when SmackDown ends, what does my tum-tum tell me? So I'm, you better tune into next week. Whatever's happening is good stuff. Reigns is also the master of his own downfall right now, and he can't even see it. And when we get to WrestleMania with Cody Rhodes, flub me sideways. This is going to rock up. As this SmackDown overall, it does get me so excited for WrestleMania, so I am going to give it an up. And while we are here, please do click one of the videos on the screen, one of which will be ups and downs for Rampage. Make sure you support the ups and downs show. Otherwise, who the hell knows what will happen? Also, please do like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Go to whatculture.com to stay up to date with the latest news. Make sure you follow us on social media. But more importantly, have a lovely weekend. Thanks for your time. See you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.